You're listening to the Reman Initiative, a short-form podcast dedicated to calling men back into the kingdom of God. I'm your host, Joe Bailey. I'm a former prodigal son who's been in a 40-year faith journey with Jesus, a journey riddled with moral failure, a lack of character, and a restoration forged in a love that only the true Son of God could have ever offered. My hope is that something in this podcast will inspire other men, cause them to have an uprising in their souls, and set their feet towards home. Welcome to the Reman Initiative. There is a story told in the book of Daniel that many of you have likely heard as the three Hebrew children, or maybe the fourth man in the fire. But there is something awe-inspiring in this story that I think we often miss. Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah were the close friends of the prophet Daniel. These young men were Jewish and were living in captivity in Babylon because the nation of Israel had been conquered, and they, along with Daniel, had been taken as slaves. Now Daniel rose to power in Babylon under King Nebuchadnezzar when the king had demanded that his wise men not only interpret a troubling dream for him, they had to do so without the king telling them what the dream was. When the king's men failed to do this, he gave a commandment that all of the wise men in the courts were to be killed. When the commander of the king's army came in to kill Daniel and his three friends, Daniel asked for the opportunity to meet the king's request. Daniel, along with his three friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, sought the help of their god, Yahweh, the god of Israel. And as you might have guessed, Yahweh answered. Daniel was able to do by the power of Yahweh what no other god or sorcerer in the king's court could. Nebuchadnezzar was so blown away by this display of power that the story tells us he made Daniel ruler over the whole province of Babylon, as well as chief over all of his wise men. At Daniel's request, the king appointed Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to be in charge of all of the affairs of the province of Babylon, while Daniel remained in the king's court. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were the Babylonian names given to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. You may have noticed that these are men. They're not kids. And men that had the respect of the king. In Daniel 3, Nebuchadnezzar has a large golden image that was 90 feet tall and 9 feet wide made. He sends messages to all of his high-ranking officials throughout all of his provinces to come to the dedication of the statue that he has set up. When they get there, a herald shouts out, People of all races and nations and languages, listen to the king's command. When you hear the sound of all the musical instruments, bow to the ground to worship King Nebuchadnezzar's gold statue. Anyone who refuses to obey will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. When the music played, everyone bowed down to worship except for Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. 
the young men that the king called Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. In an effort to keep this short, I'll simply tell you that there were some officials that noticed the defiance of these three young men and reported this promptly to the king. When the king heard this, he flew into a rage, and he ordered these men to be brought before him. When they were brought in, Nebuchadnezzar said to them, Is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you refuse to serve my gods or to worship the gold statue that I've set up? I will give you one more chance to bow down and worship the statue I have made when you hear the sound of the musical instruments. But if you refuse, you will be thrown immediately into the blazing furnace. And then, what God will be able to rescue you from my power? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego reply, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If our God, whom we are serving, exists, he is able to rescue us from the furnace of blazing fire, and he will rescue us, O king, from your power as well. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we don't serve your gods, and we will not pay homage to the golden statue that you have erected. Boys, that is some boldness. That's some true grit. When I was a kid, the first shopping mall I'd ever seen opened a block from my parents' home. My dad was a manager for J.C. Penney. It was a department store chain that was popular in my area for many years. And he was going to be working at that mall. When my mom took me to the mall for the first time, it was like going to the amusement park. So much to see and experience, including my very first time ever seeing a fast food joint that wasn't a McDonald's. It was a Burger King. And at Burger King, you could have it your way. Hold the pickle. Hold the lettuce. Special orders don't upset us. What? I hated pickles. I haven't eaten one since I was five years old. Every hamburger I'd gotten up to this point, job one was to open the bun and remove those nasty pickles. Now, the king of burgers is offering to make my hamburger my way? As an eight-year-old kid growing up in an era where children were to be seen but not heard, being told it was okay to have it my way was weird and liberating. Today, We live in a day with microwave popcorn, Netflix, Hulu, and DoorDash. Getting what we want, getting it our way, and getting it right now is an everyday event. Can I tell you that it's a mindset that's devastating for men, and especially for men of faith. In a Burger King reality, the world revolves around us, our dreams, our goals, our wants and needs, our kingdom. We decide what truth is. We decide what is good and what isn't. But this isn't how it works in the kingdom of God. He decides what's good. He decides what's true, and we are asked to trust him and in his love for us. In a Burger King mindset, The three men asked to bow before the false gods of Babylon 
would have expected God to have extinguished the flames of the furnace, and they would have fully expected God to have stepped in way before the doors of the seven times hotter furnace was opened. In a Burger King mindset, they would have questioned God's love for them, and they may have accused God of abandonment. But those three men knew who their God was, and they knew that he loved them no matter what their five senses were telling them. The answer that they give to the, to the Babylonian king is epic. If our God exists, whom we serve. Now, this isn't a doubt on their part, but a declaration of the king who is questioning the existence and the power of a Hebrew God he has already experienced power from. You, king, say there is no God who can deliver us, but if our God is real and he is, he can deliver us from this fire and from your power. Whoo! What confidence and trust on display. He can save us. And if he chooses not to, we still won't serve your gods. These men are trusting the king of heaven, and they say, Lord, have it your way. Live or die. We are yours. Now, these men aren't getting it their way. They're living in complete submission to their God, and they land in the fire. They get thrown into the furnace, a furnace that's so hot that the soldiers that threw them in were killed by the heat. Stop the story here. And it's still a powerful, inspirational story. But this isn't where the story ends, is it? Everybody wants to see God move. But don't nobody want to get thrown into the furnace. We often want God to put out the flames. But God wants the world to see him walking in the fire with us. If we truly trusted God and his love for us, We wouldn't be whining every time things got a little tough. We wouldn't be accusing God of not loving us because our situation has become difficult. We wouldn't abandon our faith because God didn't do things our way. We would understand that our Father who loves us simply wants to show off His power to the rest of the world by doing what no other God could do or would do, walk in the fire with us. The story of these three young men ends with them walking out of that furnace without a single hair singed and not even smelling like smoke. What kind of man do you really want to be? The kind that compromises his faith every time things get a little hot? Or do you want to be a firewalker? It's time to decide how we want to live, men. Served by the king of burgers or serving the king of kings? Until next week, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. God bless, guys. You've been listening to the Reman Initiative. For more information, check out our website at www.experiencereman.com. 
There's a contact page there. Why don't you take some time to drop me a note and let me know what you thought of today's show? Or maybe you've got a question you'd like for me to dive into in a future episode. Let me know about that. Hey, if you like what we're doing here, why don't you give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes? It'll help us reach other men with what is intended to be a lifeline and a message of hope. Until next week, have a great day, guys. God bless.